Alrighty, there we go. We are live this morning. So I'm starting a little bit later this morning, but I was able to get a little bit of uh, overlay right here. So just to add a little bit of interest to what's going on. But anyways, I want to jump uh, right into this. Uh, we're, I'm I'm go ahead and recap where we left off. Um, so I'm actually streaming to Facebook, YouTube as normal, but I believe I should be live on Instagram as well. That was the goal this morning. So anyways, um, so the last time we the last time we spoke, Evangelist had just attempted to climb. Move. There we go. Uh, oh, it looks like the uh, <laughs> looks like the Instagram didn't make it. All right. So last time we saw Pilgrim, uh, the Pilgrim Evangelist, um, he had just attempted to climb the Mount Sinai, the Hill of Good Works, um, attempting to find justification by his personal obedience, and we know that's not possible. Um, and fortunately enough for, for Christian, he not only uh, finds himself helpless, but he finds forgiveness, he finds uh, repentance, he finds um, the grace, the love of Christ, when he really honestly didn't deserve it. But um, Evangelist is there, he catches him and says, hey, you're going the wrong way, who tricked you? And this is where we're catching off when catching. We're, this is where we're uh, starting starting the story this morning. Um, so here we go. We're going to jump right into this. And then Evangelist proceeded, saying, "Give more earnest heed to the things that I shall tell thee of. I will now show thee who it was that deluded thee, and who it was also to whom he sent thee. The man that met thee is one worldly wise man. He is rightly so called, partly." because he savored only the doctrine of the word. Therefore, he always goes to the town of morality to church, and partly because he loveth that doctrine best, for it saveth him from the cross, and because he is of this carnal temper. Therefore, he seeketh to pervert my ways, though right. Now, here are three things in this man's counsel that thou must abhor. Before I get into those three things, uh, evangelist, uh, gives this point here, he says, worldly wise man is rightly so called. And he has a note here, uh, first John, oh, a reference rather to first John chapter four and verse five. So first John chapter four and first John, I'm in John. That's why it makes no sense. First John chapter four. And my brother said, my brother who was watching said, if I put my head down too much, it's hard to hear. So I'm going to try to make sure the microphone is facing my way. First John chapter four and verse five says this, they are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world and the world heareth them. So these are those in the world who are wise according to the world standards, but that's what they speak of. They don't speak of, they don't speak of spiritual things. And not only do they not speak of spiritual things, but 
Um, they find all their rest and contentment in the world. Uh, he points out that worldly wise man goes to church in the city of morality. He, that's where he goes to church because he loves the doctrine there. But he points out three things that we must be careful for and watch out in the worldly wise man doctrine. Worldly wise man's doctrine. Number one, his turning thee out of the way. And number two, his laboring to render the cross odious to thee. And number three, and his setting thy feet in that way that leadeth unto the ministration of death. So, number one, he pulled him, he was on the right way. He was under conviction, yielding to the Holy Ghost, going towards Christ when worldly wise man comes along and pulls him out of the way. And then to, to go to somewhere else, because, and, that, and that points to a second reason, because he says, look, if you go the way of the cross, you're going to have all these horrible things happen to you. It's, it's going to be bad. There's going to be all kinds of trials and tribulations. And then, uh, so he, he, makes, he makes the cross odious, really bad. And then he sets someone a new way, in a different path, that leads to death. Uh, we have a note here from, from uh, the author. The gospel comfort cannot be enjoyed till the soul is convinced of the evil and rejects the doctrine of legality or trusts in a dependence upon our own works for justification in whole or in part. And this is a, this is a hard saying and it's hard to, to accept because, uh, especially for someone like me who was basically, I was always under the impression that the gospel was something that you could enjoy without having to, um, do anything but enjoy it, right? There was no, there was not, no really uh, responsibility on my part. But this is the truth that until you reject the doctrine of legality, you cannot truly enjoy the gospel and the joy and comfort that it brings. Uh, mostly just because the doctrine of legality is justification based on our own obedience, even if it's just a little bit, a little bit of obedience on our part. That is the doctrine of legality. He goes on to say, beware of, com beware of compounding with Mr. Legality, so as to be justified by grace at first and by works at last. For this is confounding grace and works, so as to exalt our vile selves and to dishonor Christ and his glorious righteousness. This detestable heresy abounds greatly in the present day. And I would say that this, uh, this observation that the author makes, that this heresy that abounded in his day, not only abounded in his day, it abounded in Christ's day. It abound, it's, it's abounded since the very beginning of time when Cain said, no, I'm going to seek justification by my personal obedience, by my own works. And then today we also have the, the traditions of man and religion that points out uh, the disobedience of man and totally, and, and it, even if it's just a small bit, it's, it's this doctrine of legality that requires your obedience for justification, even if it's just a small portion. And it's, this is a dangerous thing because this doctrine does not lead to the cross. It leads to death. 
as uh, the author puts it here, the ministration of death. First, he, and this is this is uh, evangelist speaking to Christian here in the setting. He says, first, thou must abhor this turning out of the way. Yea, in thine own consenting thereto, because this is to reject the counsel of God for the sake of the counsel of a worldly wise man. The Lord says, strive to enter in at the straight gate, the gate to which I send thee. So this this gate, when he says strive to enter, that's a direct uh, quote out of Luke chapter 13. And this, this verse here really got me uh, when I first saw that because striving to enter was, was a concept I had no understanding of. I didn't really get how that could be. Uh, Luke 13, uh, verse 24, strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Yeah, and, and that right there, you know, being a want, striving, really attempting to enter, not being able to enter, was, is just a concept that I, I grew up for so long in a religious setting not really understanding how that was possible. I was always, like I said, I was always under the impression that you could just enter. There was no repent, not no no internal repentance, no necessity to reject the doctrine of legality, no necessity to reject um, the necessity of morality. No, th there wasn't any of that. It was just, there's a gate, walk through, and really, nothing changes. I mean, we hope it changes. That's the will of God that it changes. But, you know, that that's that's a uh, an unessential benefit. And really, it is necessary. The gospel to to say the gospel is uh, is anything less than than that is is to is is heresy. It's to say that God has a vineyard that is full of dead branches. And we know what God does with dead branches in his vineyard. He casts them into the fire, um, which is an analogy that uh, John Bunyan actually discusses at length in his book called The Barren Fig Tree, which we will get into one day. Uh, let me go ahead and finish this here. So he's telling him that the Lord says to strive and to enter to strive to enter in at the straight gate, the gate to which I sent thee. For straight is the gate that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. For this little wicked gate, and from the way thereto hath this wicked man turned thee, to the bringing of thee almost to destruction. Hate therefore is turning thee out of the way, and abhor thyself for hearkening to him. This is an incredible uh, admonition that I, I think... I don't take nearly as, as seriously as I should this this tendency to turn towards legality, to turn towards anything but the straight gate. Uh, the author admonishes us to, and, and, and is admonishing Christian to to abhor this, to hate this, to hate the fact that not only does the way of legality, that Mr. Legality's uh, way, is false but it takes you out of the way it takes you out of the way of of the cross um the, so that there's two verses that say strive to enter you've got luke 13 24 that we just read 
And then another one, Matthew chapter 7, I guess a parallel passage. I think that's what that is called. I, I went to seminary, okay, so don't. I really don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to the Bible. Uh, just started to learn. Just started to learn at the feet of Christ just a couple years ago. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13 says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, finish finish up there. I didn't get too far into the book, but like I said, I don't have a, a ton of um, goals here to uh, to go get through this book in any particular amount of time. So, um, so yeah, we're we're going to finish there. I think the for today, I think the the admonition admonition here is a uh, is a heavy one. I mean, if we just spent the next uh, day, week, year, just going through the uh, going through our own traditions, what we think is good and what we think Christ finds valuable. You know, we think, oh, you know, if I if I do this, then God will be happy with my life. Do you know He finds your righteousness to be as filthy rags? Uh, there is no obedience that you can do that He finds valuable. The only justification we can find is found in the obedience of Christ. That's where we find our peace, our hope, our happiness, our joy is really found in Him. Um, we must hate the way that the, the legality, the, the tendency for our hearts to go towards this um, legal structure to find justification. Anyways, um, as as you can see, I put it in, if, or if you haven't seen, I put it in the comments. I'm, I've got a podcast to where the recordings of this go to as well, and then I'm going to try to get this to go to Instagram eventually. Um, this is a, a journey for me, tech, a technological journey, but I enjoy. If you know me, you know I enjoy this type of stuff. Caleb, I see you've commented here. I just finished chapters one and two. Pliable just departed from Christian and turned home at the slow despond. Enjoying the read makes you think. Yes, it does. Caleb, if you haven't gone through the author's uh, apology, the case that he makes um, in the beginning of the book for the way he tells the story, do that. It's an incredible um, thing. But yeah, the work... Good word. The mindset of legality and working to earn the favor is life-sucking. Yes, it is. It's not just life-sucking. It's life-ending. Um, it really steals everything that you have because you don't, you'll never, ever have enough. The hill of Mount Sinai um, is, is an impossible hill to climb. It's where the law was given, and the law was simply given to point us to the lawgiver. I think there's a song or something like that. But anyways, all right, I guess. Hope you all have a great day. I Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to get on a little bit more consistent. I missed yesterday. We had somebody break into our offices early yesterday morning. I say early, like at 5.30. It wasn't even that early. So, yeah, that's why I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't stream yesterday. So I had some complications. Anyways, guys, hope you all have a great day. You all take care. Thanks, Caleb, for commenting.
And to all those of you who are watching elsewhere, didn't comment. Hope you all have a great day.